And yet when I ask someone what their funding strategy is, honestly, they say, uh, I'm applying for a loan to my bank. Uh, that's not a funding strategy, guys. Okay, that's just a pick up the phone and talk to your bank. A funding strategy is when you look at key variables. That's the key. Key variables that are specific and unique to you. Hi, this is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, host of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I want to serve you. This pandemic has been so hard on America's small businesses and on just America in general. If you're ready to start your dream business, boy, do I have a great offer for you. I am giving away 1,000 copies of my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people have this book. It has been printed in multiple languages around the world, and I wanted to find a way to serve America's small businesses in this pandemic. And so I'm giving away a thousand copies of my book. All you have to do to get your copy is head over to beginmybiz.com slash free offer to, you know, sign up for your copy. All you have to do is pay shipping and we will mail one out to you. I am so excited about this. I want to serve you. Grab your copy today. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and I want to welcome you to Small Biz Chat Live. I'm America's number one small business expert, and I'm so excited to be here with you tonight because I have an amazing show in store. The Small Biz Chat podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable insight and expert advice. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. Our goal is to give you small business advice and an opportunity to just hear from seasoned experts who are going to give you all of their secrets to business success so that you can take your small business to the next level. All right, it's time for me to introduce my guest. Now, let me introduce my next guest. Her name is Kedma O, and she went from a credit score of 450 to 820, and she has helped thousands of small business owners and inventors find business funding. As one of today's most respected authorities on small business funding, Kedma has advised more than 10,000 businesses and helped them access over $100 million in funding. For two decades, she worked for the SBA in leadership roles with the Women's Business Development Center program and with small business development centers. Her best-selling book, Target Funding, is a navigation system to identify targeted grants and funds for business owners. She's also a proud fifth-generation entrepreneur, and her, as her great-grandfather peddled various products throughout Ireland. For more information, you can go to kedmao.com. All right, Kedma, thank you so much for joining me tonight on the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, you're the money, honey. That's what I call you. So what I want to know is where do I find money for my small business when times are tough? Because for a lot of small businesses out here, you know, 2020 was not awesome. And they're still trying to dig out from 2020, frankly. So tell me, what, what should you be thinking about if you need money and maybe your credit's like not so awesome right now? Yeah. 
Well, first I want to honor that the best decision I made in my life around money was to go bankrupt because I had to prove that I could find the money in the worst scenario. And what I can promise you is, is that in the worst scenario with the worst credit and having filed bankruptcy, you can still find a way, but you have to think about it differently. So in my line of work, when someone says, I need money, we have to first dive in and understand what do they need it for? Because that is where we begin the conversation. If they say, I need money to train employees, in my head, because I've been doing this for so long, I may be able to find them training dollars that the state is going to cover, typically up to $10,000 per employee for six months without workman's comp having to be paid. And that's just one, and we haven't even started playing the game. So what I want to make sure we're clear on is if anyone you're talking to says you're out of luck, just say thank you very much and pick up the phone and call me, okay? There is always a way and we have to just walk away from people who don't think like we do. I love it. I love it. All right. But now is it different for women in minority businesses? Because we know just from what happened with the PPP loan, there were there was a disparity between who got PPP loans and who didn't. So I hear you and I'm and I'm like power to the people with what you just said, but is it different for, for women and minorities out here trying to get money for their business? You know, one thing about me, Melinda, is I'm a straight shooter. I think because I was born in the Bronx, I'll always tell you what I really think. The answer is yes. If you look at it from an economic perspective, which is where I came from, we are still climbing the ladder and trying to level the playing field. This is a game. Money is a game. But if we don't have all the resources and some of us have more resources than others, they're going to play the game differently. So when you ask me this question, yes, because statistically, let's talk about women. Women have had a hard time getting lending because they don't have the collateral they need. How do I know this? Because I was part of, in my own state, lobbying and supporting the senator to say, listen, we're dealing with businesses that can show you the cash flow. They're bringing in the money. They're supporting the marketing plan that John's talking about, but now you're going to say no to them because they don't have the collateral. So yes, Melinda, the truth is we're still climbing. It's still a challenge, but it shouldn't stop us from moving forward. All right, I'm 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 going to leave that there because we can. Yeah. I can put my soapbox about all of it, but right now, yeah. So let's many business owners understand that they need target marketing to cater to ideal customers. However, doesn't it benefit small business owners to consider target funding as much as we talk about target marketing? Yes. This is probably my favorite uh, response because when I coined target funding and it just, it, it blew my mind that in the space of marketing, we talk about how we target our customers, knowing their demographic, their psychographic, their geographic scope. And yet when I ask someone what their funding strategy is, honestly, they say, uh, I'm applying for a loan to my bank. Uh, that's not a funding strategy, guys, okay? That's just a pick up the phone and talk to your bank. A funding strategy is when you look at key variables, that's the key key variables that are specific and unique to you. So Melinda, if I was working with your business, 
your variables will be very different than John's business and very different than Pamela's business. Now, how do I know that? Because when I look at money, I'm looking at, is it tied to someone's ethnicity? Because I can find money if you're an African-American or a Native American. Is it tied to your gender? Is it tied to your sexual orientation? Is it tied to your geographic thing? Now, I'm, Melinda's eyes are going up, so I'm not going to go any further. But my point is this. My point is this. If you want to play the game right, stop thinking about one asset and think about 12. I want you to give you an image before I continue. This is like a pizza pot. You don't want to eat the entire pizza. You want to slice it into 12 different slices. That's how I think about money. 12 different options so we can play the game and put the power back in us, the people. I love that. I love that. I'm sure a whole lot of people's ears just perked up. When you said that. <laughs> so, so not one bank, but 12, 12, 12 options of people to. Oh, apply. yeah. So that that's that's an amazing uh, strategy that I don't know that I've ever thought about it quite like that. So I know that you have um, some different theories and strategies about debt management. And so I wanted to know if you could just share with us a little bit about maybe how people could view debt. Cause I think some people are scared of that. People, I, there, there are people out here who were offered EIDL loans that were scared to sign for the loan. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're never going to be able to borrow money cheaper than this in your lifetime. But there were people who called me and said, I'm scared to sign up for this loan. So let's talk about just, just the mindset, what we should be thinking about as it relates to debt financing. Yeah, so for anyone who reached out to Melinda and said, I'm scared, I'm going to speak directly to you. Get the money and then I will show you how to spend it, okay? I wanna make sure you get the money because if you don't get it, your competitor will get it. This money is entitled to you. So I want you to imagine right now that the government has literally put a certain amount of money and says, this money belongs to Melinda Emerson. It's not for someone else. So I'd like you to come and collect, collect your money because it's in an envelope and it's for you. So that's the first thing. The second thing is there is this philosophy that if we don't have debt, we're going to be right. Now, I love Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's philosophy is get out of debt, but he's talking about personal debt. We're talking about business debt. It is good to have EIDL. That's good debt on your balance sheet. Having credit cards at 25% is bad debt. So what we have to do is realize that debt can work in your favor. Straight up. If I get a debt that's 3.75% and I use that money for payroll, but the money that I didn't have to use for payroll, I can put in my brokerage account, which I have, and that may, yields me 15%, I'm making money, okay? And so I want you to take that fear away. One last thing and I'll stop. When I work with money and I tell you we're gonna get money, I am not the gal that's going to say, stop drinking your latte every week. I don't care how many lattes you drink. I'm not here to have you stop drinking your latte. I'm here to find money that you don't know exists yet, but that you deserve. I love it. I love it. So when it comes to applying for financing, mm -hmm. we should go to our bank though, right? Yes and no. 
everyone that I have worked with for the most part are experts in a certain aspect of funding. You will meet someone who says, I just do traditional lending. You will meet someone who says, I do just crowdfunding. You will meet people who say, I just do licensing with inventions or someone who says, I do grants. I work in every aspect of funding because we may not need to go to that lender. We may look at other funds. However, even if I'm playing the lender's game, I'm not all about just one lender. I love to play the game where I'm working two or three lenders because the underwriting is going to be different. It could be different in the credit score. It could be different in the length of the loan. It could be different in how much they want to give you. I had a case come where um, a, a, a business was looking at an additional capital for 300000 Lender was giving them a bad deal. I don't care how we slice it. Their own lender was giving them a bad deal and said, we are not going to give you more than 300000 They came to me. In six weeks, we landed half a million dollar deal. And instead of a 10-year term, they're out 25 years. So everybody's happy except the lender that they went to the first time. <laughs> My point is, got to play the game and be strategic. This is like a chess match. Every part of the piece of the puzzle in the chess match you have to know they're playing differently. So how I treat a lender may be very different than how I treat an investor. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, you guys, we are talking with the amazing Kedma O. She is breaking it down for us. If you need funding for your business, you want to stay with us. We will be right back. I'm Melinda Emerson. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and I'm known as America's number one small business expert. I know a thing or two about how to run a successful business. I've been running my own for over 20 years, and I'm often asked, how do I actually become my own boss? It starts with knowing what you want and why. Then you need to figure out how you're fun your dream business. Next, you must research your idea and make sure you understand everything that's involved. Next, you must determine your target customer, then complete your business plan. And finally, it's time to start your business as a side hustle first, if you can. I wrote my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, to give you a roadmap to business success. And over 100,000 people in multiple languages around the world have been helped by this book. And now to support people affected by this pandemic, I'm giving away a thousand copies of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months for free. All you need to do is pay the shipping and handling fees. If you're ready to turn your calling into income, claim your free copy of my book today. Don't delay. This offer is only good while supplies last. Click the button below and get yours before they're all gone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Kedma O. She is the alternative funding guru. And I'm so excited that she's here with me on the Small Biz Chef podcast. All right, Kedma, let's talk about it. It's one thing to get the money, but what about cash flow management? That seems like that's a hard thing for small business owners. How can we all get better? Well, first of all, when I think about cash flow, there's a couple of things. First, you have to decide, are you a visionary or you're an integrator? You know, are you a saver or you're a spender? Because I've seen people get tons of money, Melinda, but they don't know how to use it. They don't know how to use it. They will say, well, I'm putting all my money in Google, but then they're not doing the analytics or they're saying, you know, I need a lot of cash. And I go, well, how's your sales? Well, the sales are coming in. Well, are you closing them? No, I'm not closing them. Well, you don't need money. You need to learn how to close deals. 
You don't need money because if you don't know how to close deals, you're just taking all the money and spending it on Google and you're just putting it in, in the flame. So the first thing we need to do is we have to understand your business and where you should be on a net margin. I like to see in most industries, a minimum of 15%. So I'm just going to break it down super quick and then we'll move on. If someone comes to me and is just so excited, be like, man, I'm making $400,000. My money's coming in. First thing I say is let me look at your net profit. I don't care how much money's coming in. I want to know how much is staying in. Right. So when I look at it and I go, whoa, yeah, I'm glad you made 400,000, but it says you actually lost 50. (laughs) Well, 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 uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, we're going to work on that first and figure out how we can fix it. So we have to be prudent on how we're using the money. And one of the ways you can do that is to strategically work with resources to reduce the amount of cash you have to spend and use the resources to leverage what you need. Love it. Love it. All right. So that lends me into my next question. What are the biggest five mistakes, financial mistakes that people Man, what are the biggest? Number one, you're going to hate me. They listen to the bank as the be all and end all. Listen, I love my bankers and anyone on here, they know I treat my bankers. I take care of them. But nine out of 10 bankers that I've actually interviewed and I say, man, how many businesses have you had? You know what they say, Melinda? Come on, Kedma, I'm not going in a business. Are you crazy? That's too much risk. <laughs> so don't assume your lender knows everything. And the other thing, Melinda, related to that is if a lender rejects you, they're not sending you anywhere most of the time, right? So mm-hmm. second thing is to realize, don't listen to people who say it can't happen. If I can get out of bankruptcy and find money, I guarantee you can. Third, Stop looking at the pie in the sky and listen to every other coach in the world that says you're going to make $10 million in the next 30 days. All right. This is absolutely garbage. I hate to tell you, the average person has to do what John said, hustle every day, every week. Rob's like nodding his head every year. You know, the truth is, is that it's hard work. So if you're going to get in the game, you have to manage your finances. Number fourth problem. Outside of the bank, they're listening to the wrong people. This is what I say. The only people you have permission to listen to is the people that have the lifestyle you're trying to achieve, okay? Now, I'm not saying I'm special, but I have a pretty okay lifestyle. Doesn't mean that I have the biggest house, but I have the freedom to do whatever I want. So I can confidently tell you about how to play the money. And the five, you got, you have to learn. The reason I did target funding It took me 15 years to figure it out, three years to write the book, and then people quabble over 25 bucks. I go, listen to me. You want to work with me? It's $300 an hour. You want to learn everything I know is 25 bucks. What's the issue here? (laughs) Right. I love it. I love it. What is the best business advice you've ever received? That's a tough question. I think that what I had to learn and the best business advice was to be a success from your own product. The only reason I can confidently stand here is because I reverse engineered it. And if you put me in that position again, God, you know, if I had to go again and starting tomorrow, I had to file bankruptcy again, I would be back here in 12 to 24 months saying I figured it out again. 
I want everyone to know this is a system, this is a formula, this is a recipe, and you deserve to be successful. End of story. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Kedma. Your advice is invaluable. I know you said that there was one grant you had you wanted yes. to share with everybody. Tell us what it is. Okay, I love, I love, and I have tons of grants in my head and on paper. Here's the number one grant I want you to do. I want you to go on right now or after this show, go to Google. I want you to key in a term, individual development account. It stands for IDA. Now check this out. Seven out of 10 businesses I work with are going to qualify. It's a hand up, not a handout. Now imagine, Melinda, if I get you into this IDA and you get an opportunity to get an extra $40,000 into your business that you don't have to repay back. That's what this program can do for you. Not only for your business, but it can actually help you get into your own home. The reason we have so much poverty, 37 million people are living in poverty, my honest opinion is because they don't have enough assets. So one of the things the program does is we're going to level the playing field. We're going to help you maybe get into education. We're going to help you with entrepreneurship, or we're going to help you get your own home. So look up IDA. It's a program from the government, and it's usually a three, five, or eight to one match. So it goes like this. John gets into the program. John says, I need to save. And he's in an eight to one program. Every dollar he'll put into that for his business, the agency will match him eight to one. So if he puts in a thousand, he's going to get eight thousand. He gets that money back as a grant towards his company that he does not have to repay back. It is a game changer and has generationally changed the lives of the clients I serve. All right. Good stuff. Kedma, what's your favorite app? My goodness. Um, I don't have what I would say fitness pal because I'm all about health for my clients as well as their funding. So I incorporate their um, the health aspect and sometimes I require them to, you know, show me where they are. So that would be my favorite right now. Fitness pal. All right. That's good. I'll take it. <laughs> what is your favorite old school marketing tip? I mean, my marketing tip is just pick up the phone and have a conversation. And just because they said no doesn't mean they're going to say no next week or next month. So that's my old school stuff is I, I pick up the phone and, and does have a dialogue. Love it. Love it. Kedma, favorite business book? Number one, always Tim Ferriss, 4-Hour Workweek. I literally designed my entire life and am traveling all over the world and systematically don't have to be anywhere to be successful. I love that book and I love the automation behind it. Awesome sauce. Well, my favorite business book is Disrupt You by Jay Samet. He said, if you want to disrupt the world, start by disrupting yourself. I love it. So listen, thank you guys so much for coming on the Small Biz Chat podcast. Thank you so much again to my guest. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady. Listen, if you're still struggling to figure out how to sell online, head on over to smallbizladyuniversity.com for the holidays. My signature course, How to Sell and Market Online, is discounted by 50%. Look, you're never going to get it this cheap, so you better go get it now from now until the end of November. We're going to be offering it for $4.97, so head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com and check it out. With that, I always tell you that you never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Goodbye, everybody, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, 
visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.